In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with my co-host, Jack. Jack, you all right, mate? I'm good. Good. Good to see you again, Paul. And uh, looking forward to this one. This one, uh, I'll text you about the time it happened. And uh, it's actually happened. Yep. So Jack didn't think this could ever happen. And it's happened. We have got the one, the only, Possum Guy. How are you, mate? I'm great, man. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Tell us. Why are you called Possum Guy? Because <laughs> I, I caught a possum at the Cleveland Browns Stadium. And I was, I, Hold on. You said a possum. No, it's the possum. <laughs> yeah, it should be the possum, huh? <laughs> is, it, is it like, is there loads of possums in the stadium or is just a one-off? It's, That's it's, the first time I've ever famous. seen one. Yeah. You know... Um, Greg Pleasant, that's your real name. We don't have possums in uh, England, you know that? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So if you said to an English guy what a possum is, we'd probably think like a badger. Okay. Yeah. A large rat. <laughs> yeah. And is it rally possum or possum guy? What would you like to be called? Me? I'm, I'm the possum guy. The, the, the possum itself is the rally possum. Ah, right. I got you. Okay. All right. Good. And uh, we obviously met up last Sunday. Oh, yeah. Did you have great a good time. time on Sunday? Oh, I had a blast, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, we are in the Muni lot, spraying champagne on the uh, struggle bus. It was good fun. Oh, it was great. And um, I'll give you some um, feedback, some credit. When we sat next to each other in the game, you really knew your stuff on the... Uh, on the Browns as well. I was really impressed. Oh, absolutely. Next time you come sit in my section. Yeah, you're <laughs> um, all the way over on the um, on the other side, aren't you? I'm right by the visitor's tunnel. We could talk trash to whoever we're playing against. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like that. Okay, good. So, t- um, you've got some uh, jerseys behind you. Yep. I'm seeing Garrett. Yes. Uh, Who's who's the other one? The 99 was a Kruger jersey game worn that I customized to myself. And then I've got uh, number 40, uh, Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis, yeah. And what shirt are you wearing tonight? I've got uh, 21. uh, uh, Eric Eric McCaff, that is, mate. Yeah, Eric McCaff. He's going to love it when I tell him that you're wearing an uh, Eric McCaff uh, top. The possum guy is wearing an Eric McCaff Jersey, he's going to be over the moon. Sweet. Sweet, okay, cool. So, um, how long have you been a Browns fan? I've been a Browns fan my whole life, man. I've been going to games for many, many years. I remember the first game that I went to, I was probably like 10. Nice, nice. So, if we cut your arm, your blood's orange, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it at home, kids. Okay. And um, a question for you. 
which player in the Browns organization would you most want to go for a drink with? Uh, Joe Thomas. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mate, that was a special moment on Sunday, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And I'd also like to go fishing with them, too. <laughs> what type of fishing do you do? Uh, I, I fish for uh, largemouth, smallmouth bass. I'll go cat fishing. I will catch uh, carp. Yeah. Any, anything that I can catch in Lake Erie. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm by the coast or in Florida, I go deep sea fishing, too. Well, you can catch many different things in Lake Erie. There's rumoured to be a Hugh Jackson swimming around in it. Yeah, <laughs> he was there. I've I, I seen him come out of the water once. <laughs> <laughs> well, Possum Guy, we're a pro Hugh Jackson show. How, how do you feel about uh, Hugh Jackson? I don't mind Hugh Jackson. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not certain that'll be our, our head coach next year, but for now, that we're, we have him, so we're good. Yeah, well, look, this is a message to Joe Thomas, Paul Brown from London, Possum Guy. Let's go to, um, is it Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Wisconsin and go fishing, yeah? You'll be up for that, Possum Guy? Go fishing oh, absolutely. with Joe Thomas? Yeah, go fishing. That'd be sweet. Oh, for sure. Excellent. Yeah, catch some walleye. <laughs> um, if you were Dorsey for the day... And you've got to be positive. I don't want any sackings. What would you do? Well, what I'd do, I'd, I'd make the biggest blockbuster trade ever in the NFL. Go on, let's hear it. What is the trade? Oh, I don't know. It, it, it's something to be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd try to work out a deal and get uh, Odell Beckham. All right. Well, <laughs> Jack's having heart attack here. Because he's always, I don't know if you know, listen to his shows, but he always worries about the cap space and making sure we got a lot of money left. Oh, Beckham coming to the Browns. How much is that going to cost us, Jack? There's one thing I'd love to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. His name is Jarvis Landry. So um, I'd happily send him Jarvis Landry and even a third. Send him Jarvis Landry and a third and send me OBJ. Let's get that done. I'm happy with that. That seems pretty good. I'd I think just going to cost a lot more than that. He's saying Landry's not very good. That's a twist <laughs> on my words, but I'm saying how I'm saying how good Beckham is. Okay, and um, seriously, do you think they'll do that, Landry in the third? No, they won't probably no. Landry in a uh, first. Hmm. I'd rather give up Landry in a first and two firsts. Uh, definitely not two firsts. Not not with that contract. The contract's too big. He's going to cost, what, 20 mil to come to us? Uh, well, there's not much actually um, dead cap if you traded on his contract. So, um, yeah, I think his contract's just over the 20 million mark. Mm, all right. And uh, Possum Guy, what body part are you willing to give up for the Browns to win the Super Bowl? I, I give up an ear, man. <laughs> yeah? Is that your oh, absolutely. whole ear? Or just uh, give up? How about, how about just a little bit? I'll, 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 let, a, I'll let a boxer uh, fight that thing off. <laughs> you willing to let a possum nibble a bit of your ear? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> have, have you ever seen the um, Australian film Chopper? Uh, no, but uh, you, you sent me, you send me the, I'll send uh, it I'll download it. There's, there's a film where uh, I think he gets his ears cut off and he's a prison guy. Mate, you'd look just like him with that um, that uh, 
ear missing. So uh, I'll send you a picture afterwards. Absolutely. I'll, I'll check it out. All right. So, yeah, carrying on the discussion with uh, Beckham, the, the wide receiver room's uh, crazy at the moment. What um, you're saying we should trade, yeah? I, I, I think we need to trade to get a, a better wide receiver core. Uh, we're, we're, we're really we're really struggling there. <laughs> and Jack, what's your view on it, mate? Well, just where we're at now, um, in terms of the six wide receivers on the roster, you've got Higgins, Landry, Callaway, Ratley, Scott and Perryman. Um, we need to do something. Um, who that is, is a whole other question. You've obviously got the sort of four names that have been floated around is OBJ. I just can't see as a trade that's happened. He's, he's just signed a new deal. And even though he said rumours that uh, he wants to get traded if they keep Eli, I can't see it. So down to sort of three, I think you're looking at Mari Cooper, Matthews or uh, Des Bryant. It's who out of them three do you want? Who do you fancy, Paul? Ooh, that's a tough one there, Jack. Um, out of them guys, I'll probably go with uh, Des Bryant. What about you, Possum Guy? I would uh, probably sign Des Bryant, and then I'd look at trading with Denver for one of their wide receivers. They might have one that might be a little disgruntled over there. <laughs> yeah, you could probably, maybe if they were looking to move on, either... Um... Demarius Thomas or Sanders? It'd probably be Sanders. I, I, I think I think Demarius Thomas would be more disgruntled there. <laughs> who knows? It depends who's getting the targets and who feels like they've got a career there because they've obviously got two young wide receivers. Um, Absolutely. Who going to move on? Who knows? For me, Rashad Matthews is the one I'd go for. Um, I know it's not a sexy name that's going to turn our season around, but um, I think he's just a solid player. Come in. Get him on a reasonable contract this year and a cheap, cheapish contract next year, and uh, let's say less than half a million guaranteed. And if he's not very good, then you can cut him after one year. That's right. That that, that seems like a good idea. <laughs> here's here's a question for you, Jack. Okay, we've got the uh, we've got this team exactly the same at the end of the season. It comes to draft night. What would you do? Would you um, would you take uh, someone second and third? Or would you go four and five? You don't want to use your first pick on a wide receiver, are you? I, I personally wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if we did. Um, Dorsey never had a track record of taking a running backs high and then took Chubb, so never say never. Um, we might do something in free agency. I don't really know who's available next year looking that far ahead. But I think if you're looking at the room and saying sort of Landry's your wide receiver too, um, Callaway and Higgins can sort of battle over wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Ratley's still your developmental prospect. Don't forget Ricardo Lewis. I don't think he'll be here next season. Um, and then you're sort of going, we need a wide, we still need a wide receiver one, even though we've paid Landry that money. And I, th I think one of them third round picks could easily be a wide receiver. We go out and address the room. But just jumping back and looking at how bad it's been this season, Mayfield um, leads the league in quarterbacks has had the most drops, according to PFF. And that's uh, an at Brian Spoon from PFF that tweeted out the numbers. So, when <coughs> including all quarterbacks that have had 100 dropbacks, 
9.8% of Baker Mayfield's throws have been dropped, uh, which is shockingly high. And just who's dropped them? Callaway four times, Landry and Njoku three each, and then one time for Higgins, Ratley, Orson Charles, Johnson, and Chubb. So uh, something needs to be done desperately. But if I'm going to be honest, there's not much out there for the time being. I think two names that they won't come back, but I'd love to see return to the Browns is uh, Corey Coleman. I think he's better than Brashad Perryman. And my boy, bring him home, Jeff Janis. We need a bit of help on special teams. He's a solid sort of sixth wide receiver. Get me Jeff Janis. Get him back in Cleveland. We should never let him go in the first place. Bring the boy home. Possum guy, what do you think about that? Oh, I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Are you a big yeah. Jeff Janis fan? <clears throat> uh, not not a huge fan, but uh, as far as uh, special teams, the Browns need major <laughs> help with special teams. <laughs> yeah. We are super light in our wide receiver room, aren't we? Yeah. And I, I don't usually like uh, bigging up my successes, but we had uh, Greg Elmore on uh, early on in the season, and he uh, it heard that I had questioned the depth of the wide receiver room. And I said, we're only, what, uh, one party. And then uh, Gordon and Callaway are probably off on drugs charges and uh, Corey Coleman will break his hand. And then we're left with nothing other than Landry Light, uh, Landry Plus, And that's going to put us in a very dangerous position. And lo and behold, six weeks into the season, we're Landry plus some pieces. And uh, it's worrying. It's, it's, it's worrying. Mate, do I come on my show and big myself up like that? Yeah, you do. When when you get a prediction right in the end of school oh, game, right, okay. all yeah, I, I do is hear right. But uh, it was interesting to. I think the answer lies outside of our wide receiver room. So Pete Smith, one of our favourites on Twitter, was asked earlier by someone, "What's our top six wide receivers on the roster?" And so here's the list he came up with: number one, Jarvis Landry. Number two, hang on a minute. Pete Smith didn't say that. Yeah, he did. No way. He did. He went. <laughs> He asked for the depth chart. Just what's on our roster and what's active as well. So Higgins is obviously out. Uh, One, Jarvis Landry. Two, Duke Johnson. Three, David Njoku. Four, Seth DeVal. Five, Callaway. Six, Ratley. So um, I I think that is a fantastic point there. Duke Johnson might be a running back. Njoku might be a tight end. DeVal might be a tight end. There is no reason why all three of them can't be playing wide receiver on the same snap. Get all three of them in different slot positions and just go out and go crazy. So, um, no, I think the answer lies in get Duke and Joker and DeValve playing slot wide receiver because dominate that middle of the field. Baker's best part of his game is in the middle of the field. So, get, get that ball flying out of his hand nice and quick, and uh, them lads will come down with it. I thought DeValve had one fantastic catch and then seemed to disappear for the rest of the game. Yeah, I think he had one snap, if I remember. It was something crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and uh, possum guy, what's your yeah? What's your views on that? Uh, uh, line up in a pistol, bring out multiple tight ends, and uh, run it, run it right down their throats. Or <laughs> short middle passes, absolutely. Yeah, run run your tight ends out on screens, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Baker's sort of master of these quick, short, accurate throws. So um, make the most of it. At the end of the day, if yeah. someone's good at something, embrace it. And yeah, it might only be throws for 
sort of four yeah, to four eight five, yeah, whatever. But then they yeah. might break off. Um, like the Chubb, in all honesty, the two Chubb touchdowns weren't actually anything that special. They were good bit, bits of blocking, but they weren't anything that special. But then lo and behold, he's just broken and gone. So, uh, no, I, I think get sort of get the ball in Duke Johnson's hands and the magic will happen. Cool. Anything yeah, else anyone wants to discuss on the wide receiver room before we move on? Jack, you cool? Just on Amari Cooper. It's one name that's been banded around of we should sign Amari Cooper. We don't need another wide receiver that's got massive drop problems. Multiple drops, yeah. <laughs> uh, to trade a second-round pick for him. Some people are saying it's more than that, but I think if you offered him a second-round pick tomorrow, you're probably getting that deal done. Next season, he's tied in for $13.9 million. Um, it's a massive amount of money for a player that just hasn't produced recently. And if you had sort of your number one wide receiver locked down, you might be looking at it, but we don't need a second number two wide receiver. We either need the real deal or let's have some more developmental youngsters. Cool. Possum guy, anything you want to discuss in the wide receiver room? No, I think we're good on wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Is, have we got um, – is it Blake Jackson back or is he on practice squad? I think it's practice squad. You love everything practice squad. I'll leave that to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> All right, let's go uh, line back room. Let's try and focus this on five minutes. We've obviously got Collins, Curtsy, Avery. Where can you see them three lining up, Jack? Uh, for me, Avery is more of a package player. Um, I think Avery and Collins do similar style stuff. Um, Avery, for me, is a defensive end, though. I think he might be a stand-up rusher rather than with a hand in the dirt, but that's fine. Um, he gets in there and he causes problems. But uh, for me, just play less wide receivers. We're one of the only two teams in the NFL that hasn't moved over to using five or six defensive backs on a more regular level. So, um, yeah, get, get less linebackers out there. Use your players like Peppers, um, Kindred, who can do a bit of both, and uh, go crazy. Awesome, Guy. What's your views on the linebacker room? Linebacker room? Uh, yeah, same thing. We, we really need more depth in the defense all around. We need more corners. We need more safeties. We need more linebackers. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just a depth thing. Yeah. At the start of the season, I was like, well, where are these players going to play in week seven? And we've like got a shoestring, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of them, unfortunately. It does happen. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it's tough. So, if you're looking at both of them rooms, traditionally you'd expect six wide receivers, six linebackers. You're sort of aiming to get four start 11 and a couple of developmental prospects and maybe one of them being a special teamer. Unfortunately, um, we're now down to bare bones, but we don't really need to play them. Um, so, yeah, at the end of the day, as long as we've got two fit linebackers, and linebackers, one of them positions, you can play every snap. Um, it's not like D-line where you need to rotate. So as long as you get a solid pairing or three, <clears throat> we can work our way through it. I just hope they just drop one of them linebackers and go to two. Um, it's perfectly fine. Just uh, roll it. Cool. Anything you want to ask around the... Uh... Uh, linebacker room possum guy no I'm good I'm good I'm, I'm linebackers <laughs> <laughs> what's your 
view, obviously we play a 4-3 base defence, but moving to a two linebackers and getting that extra sort of um, nickelbacker on, whether it's sort of a carry, whether it's a kindred. Um, some people are quite happily seen. Obviously, we've had a solid defence to start. Do we stick with it or do we mix it up a bit more? What's your sort of take on that? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to mix it up. Just, just seriously, just come off, come off. Maybe one, one series have two linebackers. Maybe the next one have a, a standard four three. Yeah, either way, just uh, bring, keep bringing the blitzes with the corners, safeties, whatever. Yeah. And so I, I just want to ask you one question, and it's something I think we might be worth asking for a couple of guests moving forward. Is it's never too early just to have a little eye on the draft, not so much in terms of players, but if I gave you tomorrow, you can spend our first round pick and our second round pick, which positions would you be looking for each um, to strengthen the roster? I'd be looking for a linebacker and a, and a corner. <clears throat> Absolutely. One, two, three. Possum guy knows his football. Yeah, no, you did. But uh, no, I. You, I would say with the modern NFL, if you don't take a cornerback in that draft, it's a bad draft. And I don't care however many picks you get, who you pick, they might all hit. If you don't take a cornerback, even if it's late on, you've had a bad draft. And yeah. that's how important they are now. All right, great. Anything else anyone wants to discuss in the linebacker room? I think that's it. I, th I think it's not quite as bad as some might think. Joe Schober, if he's out for a couple of games, it, it, it'll bounce along. I, I heard it could be up to four weeks, though, mate. Well, that's a lot more worrying. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Yeah. We've got a bye week in there, but it could be uh, three to four weeks. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of them that I think, I think we might be okay. Jamie Collins needs to up his game. He's just not consistent enough. Um, if, if he can get his head right of... There's too many plays sort of a three out of 10 and then every sort of fourth play will be a nine out of 10. He does something great, but I want that consistent. I want six and that seven out of 10 every play. I've got a question for both you guys. Why do you think we're not just going out there and signing up some of these players? We had Bowman in the building. There's players out there that we can sign and slot straight into this team. Why are we not doing it? I've come out and I actually congratulated her. Uh, Mr. Dorsey on this on a Tuesday of not being desperate and just throwing money around and wasting it because at the end of the day, we need to try to create something special here for the next four to 10 years. It's not about trying to uh, win a Super Bowl this year. So um, I'm happy that he's not spending this money. Hopefully I'll still be saying that after the trade deadline, because if we get to the trade deadline and we've traded for Amari Cooper, signed Rashad Matthews and uh, a few other players, then I might be pulling the, what's left of my hair out. So, um, no, I like the fact that Dorsey's been very much, if it's not a good deal, we won't do it. So, um, I, I, I think, fingers crossed, he's learned his lesson from uh, Kansas City of uh, blowing the cap. And uh, he might be on to a winner. How much cap we got left at the moment, Jack? About um, 50, 60 million. But why spend that on a player for one year who you're probably going to let go of because... Like, if you sign a Des Bryant, he's not a long-term person you're going to aim to be winning Super Bowls with over the next two to three years. So there's no point bringing one them players in. And that's why when some of these young, younger players in sort of the 26 to 28 range have come available, I've said, oh, that's the sort of free agent I want. And 
he was very, very good, Dorsey, uh, the um, off-season. He brought in players who are in sort of the right age range. What you don't want to be doing is signing vets who are 30, 31, 32, because in all honesty, what are they going to help you for? You might get nice stats for one season, but they're not going to help you to that Super Bowl you're going to win in the first five years of Baker. And it is a will win, not an, if we can win it. Um, it's about building that right roster. So uh, I'm excited. Possum guy, any thoughts on that? Yeah, honestly, <clears throat> I, I think Dorsey's just looking for something that's going to wow him. Uh, I think everybody that they brought in was just not not performing to what he's expecting or what he wants. Yeah, um, Bowman, right? He's 30 years old. He could just come in and do a job for four or five weeks, then go again. It's not going to hurt the cap that much. It, it all depends what he wants. Is he a positive to the dressing room? And Dorsey's obviously had him before, so he probably knows him. Um, has he had him before? Or is he not? Hold on. Up. Um, oh, he hasn't had him before. I'm just thinking red and white and getting the wrong team. Um, but if he's not going to do something special, then why do you bring him in? Um, because in all honesty, I'd rather give a couple of these youngsters a chance um, as sort of a depth linebacker. Um, Bowman might not even come in and start. And if one of these youngsters does well in the same way a um, Desmond Harrison did really well, um, then you're on to a winner rather than bringing some old guy that, yeah, might do well for a season, but then you're going to get rid of him anyway. Believe in the kids. All right, possum guy. Key question. How many Browns wins do you think we're going to get this year? Oh, I'm hoping for at least eight. Yeah. <laughs> so eight, seven, and one, or are we going to have another draw and it's going to be eight, six, and two? Uh, eight, six, and two would be ridiculous. <laughs> another draw would be insane in the NFL. <laughs> never say never with the Browns. Oh, absolutely not. We're in a tight division this year. Do you think that's enough to get us to the uh, playoffs? I think eight, oh, seven. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I think eight, seven, and one, you might actually win our division. You think so? That's that, 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 that crazy. Well, if, if, if you look at it, by the end of this week, um, we win, the Saints and the Chiefs beat the other two teams that are playing Steelers on a bye, then it's all really pretty close. So you could easily see where... NFC's got some tough teams. I think we've each got some tough rosters then. Who knows? I'll, I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah, I, honestly, I wouldn't rule it out neither. We we have – our division has probably the hardest schedule of any other division. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Well, a possum guy, you know, like fun and excitement, we've got the bingo question generator here. So I'm going to pull a ball and then Jack's going to ask a question. Absolutely. And the first ball is it's number nine. So Brown's player with the most receiving yards this season. Who do you think? Jarvis is Landry. <laughs> it's going to be Jarvis Landry. <clears throat> number one. Where the Browns will finish in their division? Uh, number one. <laughs> number one. Yes, let's have it. I've already got my money on it. If we That'd win be sweet. That, uh, my twenty-five pounds becomes two hundred and fifty pounds, so uh, I love it. Good odds, good odds. Energy, excitement. That two hundred fifty quid. Let's book flights to Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> Is that going to cover? Yeah. Uh, probably Maybe. not. <laughs> we, you could. We could. 
Final question, magic number, number four. Um, who's your favourite of all Browns players to make the Pro Bowl this year other than Miles Garrett because everyone says Miles Garrett? Uh, you got Ward. Ward's going to be a Pro Bowler. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that is a great shout. I think he's literally got Defensive Rookie of the Year locked up. Um, oh, absolutely. Other than one player compete with, can compete with him, and that's Darius Leonard at the uh, Colts. All right. One question I haven't asked you is, that possum, how did you actually catch it, mate? I, I, I was sitting in my seats. I Googled how to grab a possum, and then I Googled how to catch a possum. And there was a YouTube video that popped up, and uh, – a guy was just grabbing one off of a tree for his friends. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that video <laughs> and I said, Oh, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and tell us, mate, was there anyone else in the crowd trying to catch the possum or not? Um, there, there was actually three of us that were considering catching a possum. One guy was a little inebriated. Uh, the other guy was uh, an older gentleman. He's like, you're going to grab that thing? I'm like, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, we discussed it a little bit. Because <laughs> uh, Pumpkinhead sits and, uh, in your area, doesn't he? What's that? Uh, Pumpkinhead sits near you, doesn't he? Yes, Pumpkinhead sits right down in front of us. Yeah. Did he try and catch it or no? No, 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 no definitely not. <laughs> maybe the possum would start eating his pumpkin. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. might actually eat pumpkin. I don't know. <laughs> um. My next question is, with your stardom and your fame now, when are you going to come to London and visit me? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come there as soon as I can. Absolutely. Good. Oh, no, it's going to be – I've always wanted to go to London, dude. <laughs> Good, mate. Well, look, there's a, uh, somewhere for you to stay with me in London. We're going to find another bus. We're going to get drunk, and we're going to stand on the top of it and spray champagne, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. That's, that's awesome. All right, great. And the last question – it's, what is your very, very, very hot take for the Browns this season? We want bold. If you think it's going to be bold enough, ramp it up a little bit more. <laughs> All right. My, my take for the Browns this season, we're going to go to the playoffs and we're going to win and at least get to the divisional round of the playoffs. <laughs> cool. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and uh, Greg, possum guy, if we get there, I'm coming out and I'm partying with you, yeah? Hell yeah. Absolutely. All right, excellent. And, uh, mate, where can we find your details online? Uh, you got me on uh, Twitter, uh, the possum guy. Uh, it's uh, hashtag or whatever, uh, guy underscore possum. Or you can get me on Facebook under Greg Pleasant or possum guy. It all comes up. <laughs> yeah, cool, mate. I haven't added you on Facebook, so I'm going to do it. You on Instagram or not? I am not. I might right. be eventually here. We'll find out. <laughs> all right, excellent. Well, mate... Um, I know obviously you've got all this uh, stigma with the uh, possum guy, but Greg, you really know your football and it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Absolutely, man. Invite me back anytime. Yeah, good, mate. Well, next invite's London, so uh, that's what we want next. That seems like a good idea. Live show. <laughs> We've actually got a problem with mice in the, in the office. Um, can you do that's cool. can you catch mice? Oh, sure, yeah. I'll catch, I'll catch some mice. That's no problem. <laughs> Sorry. I'll get my company to pay for you to come to London to catch our mice. Hell yeah. That's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Excellent. It's been a pleasure, mate. And hopefully I'm going to try and get out again this season. So I'll see you again in the Muni lot. 
Absolutely. Let me know. I, I got other places that I take a around there, too. <laughs> All right. Excellent, mate. Good man. Take care, buddy. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Thank you very much. Change Anytime. is coming. No, absolutely. I can't wait. There's change coming. There's change coming.